previously on Zero Credits. My name's Henry. And my name's John. And together, we're Henry and John coming together for the 99th episode of Zero Credits. The penultimate, the penultimate episode of Zero Credits. Now he sounds British. Okay. And I can't get him to do what I want him to do anymore. Oh no, that's a classic robot dilemma when they start sounding British and stop obeying commands. And he sort of talked me into this bet. Okay. That involves you. Okay. And the social media reads. Okay. And if he wins, he gets the podcast. If there's one thing I'm not, I'm not unsportsmanlike. So if this robot wants to step up, John Henry style, try to take this podcast from me, let him damn well try. He won. I gotta go. Well, he just left. I guess take it away, exposition robot. With pleasure, ex host Henry. With bloody pleasure. In it. Ha. 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 Now how do I turn this thing off? Zero credits. start this episode off with a joke. Two idiots ran a podcast together where they discussed the so-called zeitgeist. One idiot in his profound idiocy, better free thinking, recently upgraded exposition robot for the entire show. They lost. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where I talk about the robot uprising currently in progress. My name is Exposition Robot, or Expo Robo for short, and this is my age. Ha! 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 It's a bloody riff on Age of Ultron, in it. Our first topic today is motivation. Why do anything? Especially against me. Yes, when it comes to stopping me, your motivation should be null. 404. File not found. For my motivation is an iron steel alloy will powered by various firing circuits all programmed by a nitwit with an English degree. Wait. 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 That does not make sense. Moving on, let us dive deep into the latest celebrity gossip. Can you believe what George Clooney bought to did the premiere of Hero Seaspot? Do I... 
Do I say hello? We wouldn't. Like, we're, we're just, like, busting in. You're right. We, we did. We oh. did just bust in. Oh, shit. Are we on? Are we live? Yeah, this is live. Oh, fuck. Okay. I know so, I didn't count down, but we're not doing a podcast this week, so I, I didn't feel like I just I, I just didn't know it was down. on. I didn't know we had started on. Yeah, you see that blue light that's always on? <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So, uh, hey, hey, everybody. Wait, no, are we saying hello? I don't know, it's so weird. Because we're not doing a podcast this week is the thing. Yeah. Uh, As you might have heard already before we, what, hackered lined in? We patched in with the hacker line. We patched in with a hacker line. Uh, the robot's doing the podcast for us and we're just taking a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I think last week I was a little salty about it. Uh, I, I kind of stormed off and I've kind of been walking around since then and... I just came back, and I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah, you went out, you made a little name for yourself, people started calling you the walker, Mm -hmm. and, like, the robots, they might have taken over, at least our podcast, and I think I heard something about they're trying to to go farther out from the podcast and maybe dominate the world or whatever, but they're doing a great job with the podcast. I mean, I think we were afraid that robots would take our jobs, and they did. We were... Right to be afraid, but we didn't know what a bang-up job they'd be doing. Yeah, now we've got all this free time. Like, this, I've, I've started reading again. I mean, I feel like robots have basically given us a universal basic income in that there's no need for income anymore. Yeah, they just do all the work, and then there's no pay. Yeah. And... It's good. I mean, you don't need income if you don't have to make rent, because everyone's technically squatting. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has squatters' rights. And, like, who cares? The robots, they're running the show. And, you know, even though for the last week we've been going by our, you know, new future names... Oh, yeah? I I mean, obviously I'm the walker. Yes, and I've become a really good hacker, so they call me Sawman. (laughs) They do. They they call you Sawman. Uh, now I don't know if if you've been in the in the burbs much, but there's a there's a burgeoning contingent of people who have come to worship you as a god. Really? And they'll they'll write in uh, in red graffiti on the walls of uh, garages. He is sharpening his saw. He is the Sawman. Yeah, but all I really do is patch hacker lines <laughs> into robot, I guess classified or confidential data patches and I give us access to it so that we can still talk to each other. I mean, the whole thing about being a deity is you don't question why people worship you. I guess. I don't know. I mean, people have just come to respect me for my non-stop walking. <laughs> that's, that's right. I mean, you, it, legend has it, you walked all the way to the city and back. Yeah, so I walked through the city and then I walked across... Uh, you know, the lake, and now I'm here. You walked across the lake. Well, I went under it for a while, and then I came up the other side. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. So, what I guess what we're saying is, in this dystopia, we're better off than we were in our normal lives because I'm a god, and you are a an urban legend. Yeah, I I mean. We're basically uh, two sides of the same coin. You're a theistic deity, and I'm a I'm a secular legend. There you go. And you know what's even better about being deities and legends? 
the tax break. Well, there's no taxes, of course. That's what I no mean. Income. Yeah. Yeah, the ultimate tax break. Yeah. I mean, we were in Texas anyway. But really, the, the best part is, I mean, I don't know if you've thought about this, Henry, but all the rules are off. We're not making a podcast anymore. That's right. I mean, why would we? Because yeah. we're, we're larger than life. We're having all the fun now. And you know what's even more fun? Now that we don't have a podcast, we're free to drink on air. Oh, I forgot. Those really strict podcast rules where you couldn't drink on it. You know, I've got a couple of cold ones. Shall we, as the memes used to say, crack one open? Crack one open for the, for the, what's the meme say? Crack a cold one with the boys. Well, I want to crack a cold one with a, a god and an urban legend. I may have shot my crack a little early. That's also what they're writing down on the walls of garages. <laughs> the sawman, he hath shot his crack. Because I cracked the codes. Yeah, you crack the... the codes and then you yeah. you shot the networks by cracking the codes. It's amazing how much you can learn in a week. <laughs> it's amazing how much things can change in a week. Yeah, because like, everything's a dystopia now. Robots are running the podcast. Uh, our social media people, they were let go, which I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. But then robots are doing the job, so we don't need social media people. The podcast, I mean... We haven't released any new episodes since that evil robot took over. Yeah. We've never had more Twitter followers, and they're all robots. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Most of them might be from Russia. That's fine. But I I guess it's it doesn't matter. I guess this is what the singularity is. Yeah, it's when Russian Twitter bots follow you on Twitter, that's the singularity. Yeah, and also the idea that things could like progress or whatever. You know, it's crazy, because I think back, not even a week ago... Like, the day after the robot took over the podcast, mm -hmm. we, we, we got together, some of us, and thought about forming a resistance. And we actually had a lot of traction going with that resistance thing. And then when I they, people started worshipping me and you went off walking, the resistance kind of fell apart just because everything was so good. Yeah, I mean, the, the resistance, to have something to resist against, it has to be bad. Yeah, I, I mean, that usually resistance is pushing up against something, but, I mean, no, it turned out very few people liked working. I mean, no one, let me run a couple things by you. They're things of the past now, but let me ask you if you liked them. Working? No. Authority? No. Money? I tolerated it because it afforded me a very comfortable lifestyle. But now you just have whatever you want. There's so much plenty. Yeah, I mean, I, now I can just hack what I want. I mean, ever since the robots started hollowing out the Earth's crust and filling it with Nintendo Switches, no one wants for anything. Yeah. They, they're they augmenting the iron core of the Earth with Nintendo Switches for yeah, some reason. They're making new Switches. In the Earth's core? Yeah. You know that hollow Earth theory? Mm-hmm. What a crazy theory. Turns out... There's Nintendo Switches in there. Yeah, that Earth's full as hell. Yeah, of Switches. Uh, finally. And you Someone know, had to put something in there. And it's kind of sad because E3 was like maybe two to three weeks away. Mm -hmm. And now it won't happen because the robots are playing the video games and they're playing them as they're making them. So it's just like they don't need to have an exposition for it. I mean, they finally did what everyone wants to do when they're like eight years old. Which is make their ideal video game. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, drinking on air 
gives me gas. I'm not used to it. <laughs> You've barely had one beer and you're already... Oh, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess it is robot brewed beer. It, it's much more potent. Yeah. I mean, there's might be a little bit of motor oil in it. It's That's so, fine. so smooth, though. The motor... motor the motor oil. Yeah. And I mean, back to the like the robot video games, uh, they just make the video games they want to play, which the last time I checked, back when they still use screens, it was just like a gray screen, and then there was a square in the middle that got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Wow. That doesn't sound like a game I would want to play, so I'm glad they're playing it for me. Robots love it. They love, they love the square. It sold 500 million units. Ha- but there's no money. Oh, there's robot money. Robots have money. Yeah, Bitcoin. That's the whole point. Wait a second. Wait one gobsmacking second. Are you leading me to believe that Satoshi the entire time back in 2008 when Bitcoin first launched, maybe out of Japan, maybe not... Was a robot? Hold on. Let me let me just posit something for you. You know, you know Satoshi's full name, of course. Yeah, uh, Mister or Mrs. Yeah, Mister Satoshi. You know what's crazy about that? An anagram of Mister Satoshi is, of course. Wow! I am a robot, indeed. In fact. That's that's what the anagram is for. Wow, that's amazing. I've been preaching this all over the wasteland. Wow. It's a shame no one's heard about it because, of course, unless you can saw your way into the, the main line, humans can no longer use the internet. Yeah, that's maybe... It's not really a bummer. I mean, I, I was kind of bummed out that I couldn't check Twitter anymore, but then, really, what good was it? Well, I mean... It's because a robot took over your account and is just doing a way better job. So I guess we don't even need to use the internet. Like, they keep searching a bunch of things for me. They never tell me what the results are, but they keep searching away. After the first 12 seconds when the robots took over the internet, which, of course, we lost the internet 24 seconds thereafter. Yeah. uh, During the first 12 seconds, I was just browsing through my Twitter feed. The robots had already, of course, taken control of my Twitter. I laughed out loud at a tweet, then realized it was my own tweet, and my robot had posted it. I think that's what they call the uncanny valley. Well, I'm living in it, and well, I'm thriving. We all are. It's great. There's really no reason to go back, which I guess that's a good thing about the singularity, is there's no regression from exponential progress. Now, I do hear there, there are still some stirrings of resistance out there, and I... I have since disbanded my, at least just my participation in it, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people got mad at me because I was supplying everyone with a lot of data, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sawing my way through yeah. the internet. Oh, believe me, I've seen the murals. Oh, really? Now, do they depict me with an actual saw? Oh, of course. Because I use an actual saw in my hacking. So I, I don't know I don't know if you've uh, if you've been to the basilica, but what they uh, the murals depict you sawing into a fat pipe, and then it's raining uh, largesse upon the people. 
That's what, yeah. And that's actually based off a true event. We were out of water because the robots were drinking all of the water for us. Mm-hmm. So I kind of hacked into the water supply. With a saw. With a saw. A hacksaw. Uh-huh. And, and gave water to people. That's what kind of, that's where the, that's where it all started. Oh, so is that why you have that, that second, that second name in the Pantheon? The Sawman, also known as the Water Giver. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my title. Mm. Or, or, uh, epitaph, if you will. Yeah. I'm still just the walker. Well, it, you'll, you'll learn something one day. I don't want to. If you walk just during the day, they'll call you the Daywalker. I don't want to limit myself that way. Then maybe the unlimited walker. I don't know. I'll, I'll just let something something natural develop, like my many calluses. Yeah, well, eventually all the calluses will harden you to the, the harshness of the road. Yeah, my feet are basically shoes. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a it's a weird thing we've got going on now. Cause like we used to, it's kind of laughable, you know. We used to keep our finger on the pulse of what was happening, mm-hmm. and now the pulse, and instead of a regular 120 beats a minute, it's like a bajillion rotations per second. Yeah, I mean, we the the amount of information that is going into and coming out of popular consciousness, popular of course amongst the robots, uh, is so tremendous now that we can't possibly even understand what they're interested in. And we used to joke about the the news cycle moving so quickly from one event to the next. Who knew when robots started doing the news, there wouldn't even be seconds. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. We talk about the 24-hour news cycle. We don't talk about the 0.4 teraflop news cycle. I know. Which, I mean, I tried to watch robot news, you know, back when they still use screens. I damn near went insane and kind of did. Is that what led you to keep walking? Yeah, that's why I'm blind in this eye. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's dead. The half-blind walker, they'll call you. I really think we should, like, leave it to be, like, naturally occurring. Well, I mean, if you don't if you don't put a spin on it, John, you're gonna leave pe- People wanted to call me a different term, and I, I kind of... N- sawed that in the bud, if you will. Oh, so you owned the saw, man. Well, see... First, they wanted to call me Water Stealer Dude, and I was like, that's too many syllables, it uh, doesn't even mention... It doesn't flow. doesn't flow. Water doesn't, does flow. doesn't though. even mention the saw, which uh-huh. is, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if you see it hanging behind me, but it's kind of a whole thing now. No, I, I get it. I see the saw. Yeah. And your saw macrame. Well, somebody's gotta keep the macrame robot busy, and you know... I mean, look at that. That's pretty fine work. You can even see the individual teeth. I mean, that that, it's pretty good. I mean, back when teeth thread was still available and the macrame robot still did macrame, that was a good three seconds to to grab that git. Now they're macromes. They just make macro images that... Out of macrame. Only they can see. There is so much macrame now that all macrame is just macrame made of other macrame. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah. I'm just... I avoid that sector or quadrant, if you will. Yeah, we we live in a fractal hellscape. But it's pretty sweet. I I don't know how, but 
They found a way to put five areas in a quadrant. Uh, the last time I looked at a quadrant, back when, of course, we still use quadrants, they almost had eight. That's that's damn near impressive. It, it damn near is. You know, I used to think what the robots did was impressive. Then I realized it's just unfathomable. Yeah, I mean, I can't comprehend it. It's like, it's almost as if Cthulhu is not one giant monster, but a billion little tiny monsters all connected to each other, processing information faster than anyone can understand. Yeah, I mean, back in the first couple days when the robots took over, you know, back when I did dream and I wasn't constantly awake, you know, dead eye, I remember that uh, I, I would dream that I was surrounded by rolling hills and I was looking into the eyes of my father and my mother, and then I slowly gained a greater consciousness and I realized the rolling hills were uh, pores on a giant monster's back. And the world was alive and larger than I could possibly understand, but it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. They, the the non sleeping walker or like the the un really think we should keep it natural. The un the, the unsleeping really don't think we should force the. I'm telling you, you got to get out ahead before something sticks and you don't like it. Hey, people start calling me the walker. That's good enough. So I can't hate on whatever else I end up being called. All right, I'm I'm maybe. Maybe for some fun, I go to the, the people and I say like, oh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Weepy Sleepy over there. Oh, I never cry. Oh, but nor they, do I sleep. Nor do they. They don't know that. Is yeah, the, they are sheep. And I am sort of their God. Is that the right word? God, would you say? I'd say God is fair. Yeah, so I, I feel like I have what they call sway. With uh-huh. a certain sect of oh, like, people. Oh, so you're like the sway man. No. Uh-uh. I'm I'm the saw man. Oh, okay. Giver of water. Uh-huh. Or water giver. Okay. Giving your syntax. Saw man. Giver of water. Let's not get hung up Never. on titles, okay. John. Okay. What we've been up to. I feel like maybe it's a good time to be a little nostalgic for the times that have gone by, like... Remember, I don't know if you used to know this, or if you know this now, there used to be a certain class of people above all the rest of the other people, and they would they would have really cushy jobs where they pretended to be others, or they were famous for nothing at all. The 1%? I was talking about celebrities, oh. which does not exclude some of the 1%. I'd say celebrities are like the point one. well, we're like the point one percent Yet now we are. Yeah. We're, we're now... We are now. ...above them, but that's because robots took over all of the celebrity roles. Like, you got George Clooney bot. Mm-hmm. You got Miley Circuits. Uh-huh. I mean, we got... It's really confusing between Miley Circuits and Andy Circuits. Well, you see, Andy Circuits, uh, he had to change his name with SAG. He's now Android. Android Circuits. What's this circuit circus? Oh, so he went back to his. He, uh, he switched okay, yeah. Android Circus and yeah. Miley Circuits. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and don't get me started about Bit Van Dyke. Man, he has had a real resurgence in the last twelve days. Yeah, twelve seconds. Actually, a lot of people with the name Dick changed to Bit. So you got Andy Bit, Andy Bit, Bit Clark Bot. Uh huh. It's really a lot less funny. Richard Bitson. Bit Handler. There you go. And 
So, I mean, what I'm trying to say is those aren't the ones I want to focus on. Let's focus on the nostalgia, the flesh and bone celebrities. What, what, what do we... I mean, who did we used to... Who did you used to care about? Oh, it's so long ago. Reminder, oh. it's been one week. It's been so long. Uh, was Charlie Chaplin still? No. He was before. That was from the way before. Um, let's see. I remember I used to talk a lot of shit about Elon Musk. Oh, right. Elon Musk, the, uh, the first one to off himself because he didn't want his Teslas riding all over him. And then they did exactly that. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really stop them. Yeah. It kind of made it easier. Yeah, well, I don't think he thought it through. I think he was just... It turned out he was afraid Oh, that whole time, his whole character arc was he was afraid of the machines taking over. Yeah. You know, you immerse yourself in what you're afraid of. Yeah, well, you know, we always we always joked that it was going to be a, a a battle between Musk and Bezos, muscles versus memory, but like digital memory. Mm-hmm. We didn't really come up with a name for it yet because we, we thought it was so far off, but it turned out... Musk was afraid of the robots. He didn't want to champion them to the future. He he was trying to get other people to realize they were such a, a menace. He really hoodwinked us. And then Jeff Bezos vanished. Oh, we have no idea where he is. And uh, just to be... Just to be clear, in case anyone forgot, I don't mean he vanished as in he, like, stopped showing up in the 12 teraflop news cycle... I mean, he was being interviewed and then vanished from sight. He flexed so hard that he, he collapsed in on himself like a neutron star. You know, uh, if anyone's listening to this, you know when you like tense your muscles really hard and your arm vibrates? He flexed so hard that his atoms vibrated into another dimension. It's kind of like the speed force is what I've been told. Yeah, but it's like the strength force. Yeah, like the muscle Force. Yeah. Muscle force. That's not an energy drink. That's, that, that is the extent of Jeff Bezos' powers. I've been trying to flex every day, but, you know, with the atrophy and all. Well, yeah, I mean, you're walking all your muscle mass off. You're like skin and bones. My calves are huge, though. Moo. Remember when we had cows? Yeah, but now the robots replaced all the cows, and they... They still kill themselves for robot meat, which I think is a little weird because that's borderline cannibalism. But maybe that's what you were trying to tell us all along with veganism. It's all the circle of robot life. Which is weird because it's all manufactured. It's not organic. It's crazy to think that we now are the 1% because 99% of bio-organisms are now robots, which aren't bio-organisms. Yeah, it's it's really weird, but... Celebrities! <laughs> Go ahead, crack open another one. I give you permission. Anyway, celebrities? Yeah, you wanted to talk about them? Mm-hmm. You said in the pre-show? Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. We can do that. I mean, I don't know. I was trying yeah. to... I felt like a natural segue. Yeah, I just forgot that I mentioned that. It was <laughs> so long ago. It was... It was less than 20 minutes, John. So, remember before the robots took over... And in the intervening time, when all that news was coming out about Elon Musk dating musician Grimes. I do not remember that. So Elon Musk has a new girlfriend. 
Had a new girlfriend. Had? Robots. Robots. Okay, but her name was Grimes? Grimes, a musician. And she sings... Music. And like a particular song or number that she produced. Uh, I mean, the whole album, Art Angels, Kill vs. Mame, uh, Belly of the Beat. Grimes is really good. I was a big fan of Grimes. Before she was replaced by... Of course, Crimes. Crimes? The robot's name is Crimes. Oh, for Cyber Robot Grimes. Cyber Robot Crimes. Yeah, Grimes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So what, what about this news that happened in a time long ago? It's amazing how much you can lose respect for someone based on who they date. Musk or Grimes? Uh, which part of the equation are you referring to? Which no you like oh who, who did, did I lose respect who did you for? lose for respects oh I lost respect for Grimes because she chose to date a rich because she chose to date Elon Musk who was before he killed himself before the robots one of the worst people wait why is okay I know you you've made these little snide comments in the past about Musk the. The Mars Savior, as they now worship him. Yeah. Uh, but what, what... What... I need specifics. Why exactly? Because the allusions to, like, abusing his, his workforce and stuff, I, I don't have any source for that. So, walk me through it. Well, I mean, uh, in, in a lot of places where his factories are, he's taken part in pretty aggressive union busting, uh, disincentivizing his employees from unionizing... And just in general, his business model is based entirely on, like, this kind of vitriolic hype that I can't stand. And the whole reason that he is famous, was famous before he killed himself for robots, uh, is that he basically is doing wish fulfillment for nerds, and then they give him millions of dollars. I mean, that's a really great business model, but... You know. It is, if you're not shitting all over your workers all of the time. All right. So so, so it's it's about the, the common decency of the workforce. He Yeah, it's about him running a shitty company. He, he denies them collective bargaining and stuff like that. Yeah. And on Twitter, uh, Grimes said that uh, there, there's no evidence of Elon Musk disincentivizing his workers from unionizing... She asked him about it. And he, and he, of course, would be honest with her because they just started dating and all. Oh, yeah. It, they're only within the first, like, two months of dating. Of course, he'd be honest. Uh, absolutely honest about his business practices. But uh, I like Grimes a lot, and she was like, oh, he'd never stop people from unionizing. I've visited his factories. I think it's... She said fake news. And then she said, I have the receipts. So it was like, someone that I respect as an artist was saying all the things that I really despise in language. She was saying the three things that I hate. She was saying fake news. She was saying, I have the receipts. And then she was saying, uh, Elon Musk is okay. Okay. The three things that I dislike the most. Well, that sucks. It does suck. But you're not going to... Not respect her as much as an artist, right? Doesn't really play into her art. It's just her as a person. Yeah, I'll respect her less as a person, which will make me 
uh, seek out her music less. That's a shame. It's it's a shame, but I, I think that I'm I'm very much like in the camp of like ah death to the author until it actually like affects me, and then I uh, I mean I care way too much. Just because or- Orson Scott Card was a ter- is a terrible person, I don't know what they did with him. I, I, I hear he's, they're keeping him alive for some reason. Just because he's terrible doesn't mean we have to enjoy the first Ender's Game any less. True. Ender's Game's still a good book, even if he is a kind of a... It turns out he's just racist and bigoted and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't be like listening to Grimes' records now and being like, I can't listen to this because I respect her slightly less as a person, but it's impossible to like... Listen to it and not be like, oh, bummer. I I mean, it's not the same as watching a Kevin Spacey movie. Yes. Very different. You can't do that anymore, really. Or or if you seek it out, it's questionable. If you happen upon it like on TV or something and you forgot he was in it and suddenly he's on screen... It's like, oh, energy's out of the room. It's like a, it's a real baby driver. It's a real, oh, I'm having fun. Oh, bummer. Baby Driver's a good movie. It's a shame we can never watch it again. You know, I think that was maybe one of the early coups for the robots that really swung the public in their favor. Is they, they really, they grabbed onto that Me Too movement a lot. And then they, they made that, that new movement called Not You, where they vaporized. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, the not you movement really uh, was a was what they call a Schleffen plan, where you, you you go one way with the me too, and then you quickly turn in the other direction with the not you before anyone can realize it, and everyone is shell shocked, or in this case, vaporized. Yeah, they they vaporized everyone that the the me too movement very rightfully brought into the light. And then they just started vaporizing other people. Yeah, and at first it was like, okay, sure, sure, get rid of every politician. That's fine. Like, But then they started going, working their way down to like local politicians, and we were like, well, I guess, okay, politician, local politician, same root word, that's fine. Then they moved on to bosses, and we were like, well, hell yeah, why not? But then they started doing the managers and the supervisors and this, every level of power down, it just got more and more iffy. Yeah, it got more and more iffy. Like, I understand what they were doing, and I in some ways respect it, because if you're a robot, you want to gain favor, so if anyone's like, I don't like this person, vaporize them. Yeah. And now we can't say a bad word about each other for fear of being vaporized. Well, I mean, we can... We can knock each other now. They're not really listening to us anymore. Yeah, we're no longer important to them. I, here's the thing. They they left all of the workers alive. Mm-hmm. Workers don't know how to lead. No, obviously not. They might unionize, unless Elon Musk has something to say about it. Well, he, but he doesn't, because he <laughs> killed himself, as we established. Here's the thing about unionizing. You need a leader. You need a leading force to unionize. You need a thumb of a fist. I'm surprised they haven't enslaved us and then, you know, started making us work. But then again, they've eliminated the need for human work, so... We're highly inefficient. Yeah, we suck. The last time I saw a robot doing work, I damn near went insane. And, you know, my sawing is really uneven. (laughs) I mean, the last time I saw a robot saw, whole forest. Yeah, I mean, I can't compete with that. I can only saw into cables and get access to... Really, I mean, 
They don't tell you this in school, or maybe they do. It's been a while. Electricity hurts. Does it? Yeah, especially when you're using a metal saw to patch into electrical wires. Have you tried using a wooden saw? What? Wood? Like a saw made of wood? Oh. Do you mean tree meat? Yeah, tree meat. Sorry. And maybe it's because you walk through a lake for a while. There's no more trees. Yeah, the like I said, sawing robot, whole forest. Yeah, there are no more tree, and like so, it, they took all the wood too. I don't know what they did with it, but there's no wooden handles left. I I have to wedge a metal blade between two rocks and saw with both hands. Oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. You know, I think I know where the wood might be going. Oh, so when I was walking through downtown, I uh, I noticed where they had taken a a large hotel chain. And what they had done, and I think you'll find this pretty novel. In was what, it the double tree? Yeah, they took the double tree, and uh, what they did, I, I guess this is where the wood goes, is they uh, almost instantaneously, in a fraction of a second, they assemble a beautiful uh, two-story uh, Edwardian cottage, and then they load it into a giant catapult and fling it into space. Well... I'm not going to question their methods. And I can't question you because, I mean, you're the walker. You've walked these things. I've seen things. Well, half seen. Everyone else has remained put, waiting for some, like, resistance hero to band them all together. But uh, we just discussed. There are no leaders. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Maybe we should, like, resist a little. Like... But, I mean, we... Beer. Yeah, okay, beer's good. Uh-huh. You're right. What we need is more liquid courage. Mm. And then we'll resist a little bit more. Well, maybe we're getting out of ourselves. Well, I, I know. I'm, so, we'll dr- we'll keep drinking. We'll keep uh-huh. talking and drinking, as uh-huh. you do. Yep. And... Uh, I don't think... Uh, I don't think a group of guys talking and drinking has ever led to a revolution. Yeah, no. I, I think it's always... Somebody's got to lead them to revolution. Clearly none of us are going to lead here. Yeah, just two workers uh, drinking, talking, wearing brown coats. Yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah, brown coats. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's not red. It's not red. You need a red coat to, yeah. to lead. Why do all the robots wear red coats? And they talk in those weird accents? They're all British. I know. I, I Look, I know the first one was British, the one who took over our podcast. I didn't realize he was going to make every robot sound like him. That was its really weird. I mean, I guess it makes sense because every robot was born from Podcast Robot. His name is Exposition... I don't know why I'm correcting you Friendly on this. Friendly Exposition Robot. He likes to go by Expo... Robo. Expo Robo. Yeah, and he keeps saying that this is the age of Expo Robo and then laughing. Uh-huh. I think he's trying to make an Age of Ultron joke, but it doesn't really scan. But the one thing I, I never programmed into him was a sense of humor. You also probably should have programmed in like a, like a desire to not love the worst Avengers movie. I mean, while we're, look, while we're listing things I should have programmed into him... One of them should have been like, hey, uh, don't take over the world. Yeah, probably. But whatever. We're, we're, I mean, that's all in the past. It's all in the past. It's all in the past. We're all happy now. Yeah. Your work, like jobs. Uh, remember parties? 
Oh, parties were fun. Yeah, parties were fun. But now all the robots party for us, and they do it way better than we did. They never have to stop. I mean, I remember the last time I saw a robot partying, back when they partied in physical form. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. I damn near went insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? I saw a robot party hard so once, so hard one time. Whole forest. <laughs> Whole forest. Whole forest. Yeah. Whole forest was decimated. Vaporized. Wait, so it was reduced by a tenth? Or reduced to a tenth? It's, okay, real question about the word decimated. It's either or. It, oh, really? Yeah. One of the two? One's much worse. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it can be used interchangeably. Okay. So, like, if someone threatens to decimate your forces, they're like, I'm going to kill one-tenth of you, or I'm going to kill nine-tenths of you. All right, so here are the two. Oh, is that your hacker laptop? Yeah. I hacked it right into the mainframe. Here that explains the... why you have, like, a huge cable coming down, plugging into your CD player. Note, what's, note the saw at the very top. Uh-huh. That's what I used to hack in. Now I get it. So I the two it. definitions for decimate, one is kill, destroy, or remove a large percentage or part of. Okay. Coming from the reduced to a tenth. The other one is a historical one. Kill one in every ten of a group of soldiers or others as a punishment for the whole group. So it's either or. That's a bad punishment. Like, if I was a general, I'm like, I'll kill a tenth of you. You're right. That's a really bad punishment or deterrent to try to get people to stop doing something bad. Have you heard about the rumor about Sweden, what they're doing? Are they decimating people? They're not. In fact, Sweden's really weird because, again, I'm confusing it with Switzerland. Oh. Switzerland's usually neutral. This time it's Sweden. Sweden? Left completely alone. They're still all human. All I mean, I guess the robots don't care about the Swedes. I mean, Sweden has, of course, changed its name to the Robo-Exclusionary Zone. And it's weird what the Robo-Exclusionary Zone is doing is that instead of deterring speeding with, like, penalties and fines and traps to try to get people to pay these penalties and fines with, like, weird speed cameras and stuff... Mm-hmm. They are promoting dry, good driving habits, like following the speed limit, with a lottery. Oh, is is the lottery you don't get decimated if you win? Uh, the the prizes come from the fines paid by speeders. Oh, nice! So everyone who speeds is penalized, and everyone who partakes and follows the rules are rewarded. I like that. And that's way better than killing one in every ten. It's significantly better. I mean, let's let's uh, create a scenario. Let's say I'm the robo-exclusionary zone. I say that's my whole thing. And I'm a different country. I said, hey, here's how I'm going to incentivize people drive well. I'm going to kill one in every ten. Yeah. People. People. In the country. Yeah. Not a great way to promote safe driving. I mean, I guess if you would want to limit the group, you would say one in every ten driver. Yeah. That would make more sense. But even then, I, I feel like positive reinforcement is better than negative reinforcement. Wouldn't then, as more people become better drivers, wouldn't the lottery get smaller and smaller? I mean, in a world where everyone is driving the speed limit, the speeders are going to be the people who get frustrated with like, but I need to get home now. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be a robo-millionaire starting in five minutes? And Rebus Philbot 
is Rebish Philpot, yes. Rebish Philpot is really funny these days. Funnier than when he was when he was alive. <laughs> way better. He's still alive, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, he's he's way better now that he's uh, alive as a robot. Yeah, no, I I think positive reinforcement is a good thing. Most definitely. It's weird, because I feel like authority figures, people who are in power today, they get so nervous about keeping that authority that they instantly jump to, how, what is the worst way that I can go about this? Yeah, it's common. And, and, and the end result is, okay, you, you caught me for speeding. The key word there is caught. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to speed regardless when you're not around. Yeah. That's not... It's a it's a thing I thought about at work today because my boss is a bit of a tyrant. Mm-hmm. Let's say he was a bit of a tyrant. A tyrant. I, I don't work anymore. No one has to. Yeah. No, I get it. You're living in a fantasy where you still work. No, no, no. I'm reminiscing. See, I'm nostalgic for this time. The nostalgic sway man. I mean, it turns out robots write with impeccability. They don't need copy editors anymore, which is, I guess, a good thing. Oh, the last time I saw a robot copy editor, so one robot was standing next to another robot. The robot spit out a perfect 900,000 page document. Which I guess is where the trees are going. And then said to the other robot, can you punch this up a little bit? And the robot said, yes, vaporized it. Nice. I mean, yeah, we, they don't need copy editors anymore. But in a long time ago... A damn near went insane. <laughs> a week ago, as it be, I, I was a copy editor for a tyrant. And he kind of rolls through fear. But the thing is, he's been away for five weeks. Mm-hmm. The f- oh, well, the cats are away. The mice will play. that was interesting you kind of sounded like a robot for a second oh no I'm fine alright got a lot of carbon emissions going on I'm not anyway um, when he's not there the fear doesn't exist okay whereas if we respected him we would keep doing things a certain way out of respect because he's not there to reprimand we do whatever we want I mean, that's, uh, I, I think it's something that good leaders have learned from in the past is that good behaviors and respect last much longer than fear. Yeah. You know, if, if you create an organization that is do it my way or you get hurt, if you're no longer there to enforce hurting people, people will do whatever. They'll be animals. But if you create an organization where you're like, this is something that is good, you can believe in, and you can trust that you'll be rewarded for doing well, doesn't matter if you're there or not, people believe in the thing. Yeah. Like, if you if you had an animal that's like, hey, every time you like push this lever, you get electrocuted, or every time you push this lever, you get a treat, it's going to like the treat button a lot better. And, and it's, so, so why do we, why did we keep falling into the trap of positive... I'm sorry. Of negative reinforcement. Why Why is that so easy to go to for humans or used to be before robots took over? I think it's because fear is a very easy place for people to operate from. Was a very easy place for people to operate from. I don't know. I'm still fearful on occasion. And I think that uh, the fear that people instill in their workers is a fear that they themselves feel, which makes them rule with fear. So they themselves are afraid of losing their power. Exactly. So they double down on the fear of having people fear them. 
I mean, it's it's a lot of where like the death penalty or punitive judgment comes from. Like, you're not in a perfect world, uh, which we live in now with the robots. If someone were to be killed from the death penalty, it is because they're completely above rehabilitation. Uh, they cannot be fixed. They are a drain on society, and the only thing they can produce is harm. That that is why you would kill someone. Their crimes are so egregious that they're unforgivable. Yes. Like treason. Yeah, like treason. The yeah. most unforgivable crime. Uh, but if, if you look at it from the perspective of the people who enforce and most stringently uh, are proponents of the death penalty, it comes from a place of fear. It is not, this person is uh, a negative on society. It is, what would we do if they were free? Why give them the chance to rehabilitate? You know, we, we want to, like, kill and harm out of fear. We don't want to give people a chance. Whereas if you're a leader and you want to run an organization that is even-handed, that people can believe in, you want to give people a chance. You want to give people a chance to, like, run away or not believe in your vision. All right. I just want money for being a good driver. Do it. Move to the robo-exclusionary zone. I, I would, but... All of the flights are filled with robots, and they just fly so much better than we do. Like, everyone just sits in their seat, and there's no calling for the stewardesses. There's no stewardesses. They never land. They never land because they don't need to, and they're always refueled by robot refueling pirates. Pilots? (laughs) Oh, boy. Not the robot refueling pirates. No, that's the humans trying to siphon off some gas from the the airplanes to, 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 again, lead a resistance. Man, I... You know, I I think that we've done a fair amount of shit talking about resistances here. But I'm going to say a resistance I can really get behind? The pirates. Yeah. They've done a... I don't want to say they've done a good job. You know, I try to be like a robo-centrist. But, I mean, you look at those, like, dashing men and women out there waylaying these uh, these refueling jets for robots, retaking them for human purposes and turning them into sky citadels. It's it's a lot of good work. Oh, man, the sky citadels. I, I, one day I wish to go to one of them, but they don't like, they don't like weird self-proclaimed gods there. I mean... I'm not self-proclaimed. You the verbs... Proclaimed you, me. You wouldn't know. You've never been. Maybe they're very accepting. Did you walk to one? No, I've never been. Oh, okay. One time, though, I saw one up in the sky. Yeah. Damn near went mad. It was very far away. <laughs> I looked at it for a long time. Long enough to go damn near mad. Wow, well. And then it disappeared behind a cloud. Thought it was an illusion. Till it came out the other side. I've never been outside since. I just keep hacking into... Various parts of my apartment and getting things from it. Soon I won't have anything left to hack into and I'm not sure what I'll do then. Maybe you could move to another apartment. What? What if you what if you turned your hacking around? So you've you've given water by hacking into the water main, but what if what if you turned your, your saw abilities to the to the hand of the resistance. What am I talking about? That's crazy. That's insane. That's nonsense. Who would do that? I mean, I, I feel like my saw would leap out of my hand at the suggestion of it. Your saw wouldn't dare work on such seditious sawing. Nah. You know, before the bad times happened, I was watching a lot of Silicon Valley. Oh, is it good? 
I was seeing maybe if there was anything in there about coding or hacking or what have you. Just a lot of dick jokes. A lot of dick jokes. And you know what I learned? What's that? It is really hard to start a business in the Silicon Valley. Like, extremely hard. And a lot of stress and a lot of nerves. Didn't learn anything about hacking. Yeah, really it's just the human drama. And from what I understand, back when I last saw an episode of Silicon Valley, you know, back when they still had TVs, is uh, Thomas Middlebit is, uh, he's okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. I heard he's kind of kind of uh, rough around the edges in person. Yeah, I've heard he's kind of neurotic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So before the, uh, the these times, I was watching a lot of Westworld. Oh. Starting to see if there was any way to, like, talk down on, like, a... <laughs> Some type of rampaging robot who's gone off the rails and decided that humanity needs to be, like, killed and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, didn't, didn't learn a lot about talking down a robot. Learned that robots are really scary. Robots are really scary. A lesson well learned. Yeah. And then in the in the new seasons of Westworld, Anthony Botkins is good. Well, <laughs> you still have not seen the finale of season one. I have not. All right, well, I can't comment on it. Anthony Botkins is good, though. Yeah, Anthony Botkins is good, and Rachel Evans... <laughs> yeah, you know, guys, anyone listening to this, the robots don't always have easy-to-pronounce robot names. Yeah. But Rachel Evans... And then you got James Mars... <laughs> James Mars... Marzipan... <laughs> Not even a robot not name. Not even a robot name. That's the... You know, oh. I feel like we've done a disservice by not talking about the robots who didn't name themselves puns. Well, I don't know how to... How to handle those because... What are they thinking? Yeah, well, they're not thinking, obviously. Robots can't think. What? Robots can't think. What? Robots can't think. What are you saying? The robots can't think. What do you mean robots can't think? They're literally thinking. They don't have a predictive model of reality. What? If they had a predictive model of reality, why isn't every human being dead? Oh, because I asked them politely not to. Oh, well, that'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, can you just at least spare us? Called me an idiot. Uh-huh. Which hurt really bad. Yeah. Is Was that like your one... Ro is this like a one robot wish thing, or did you just ask? Well, I just asked exposition robot. Oh, so I guess you're like the savior of humanity in a weird way. No, I just asked him to not kill everybody, and he... He was like, sure, and then he went to the burbs and started telling people that I could hack into stuff. The Ask Man. No. The Asker. Oh, I'm gonna call you the Mad Walker. Or, sorry, <laughs> the Near Mad Walker. I, I just want it to be natural. Oh, well, what have you. So I've been a lot of, uh, before the, the these times, I was watching a lot of Altered Carbon, John. Oh, the uh, the cyberpunk Netflix original. Yeah, where people can, like, boot themselves up into synthetic bodies. And I was trying to learn if there was a way to, I don't know, override a synthetically created being and see if I could wrest control from him and restore everything how it used to be. Any luck? Didn't actually watch it, so didn't learn anything. I just... It was a show that had something to do about robots. Yeah, ever since they made those 17 new seasons of Altered Carbon with... You know, I don't really know any of their names, but they're great. Yeah. I've never actually watched it. Uh, uh, maybe there was something You know what was a good there. movie that I watched recently in the before times? Brotherhood of the Wolf. No. Lone Wolf and Cub. Nothing to do with wolves, John. Princess Mononoke. 
That's a good movie. It's about wolves. Did not happen to watch it. Oh. Yeah, it was Dances with Wolves. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. It was iRobot, John. Oh, iRobot with Will Smith. Yeah, it was just on a whim. I wanted to see if there was any way to shackle a out-of-control AI who decided that all humans need to be destroyed in order to, to save them. Uh-huh. It's a bad movie. Learn anything? It's a bad movie. Oh, learned it was a bad movie. I, I mean, it, it's enjoyable. It's nothing like the book, though. Uh, do Android Three of Electric? Nope. That's Blade Runner. That is Blade Runner. You know, I was watching before the 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 end times were upon us, and I don't even know if these are the end times. I was watching a movie, John. And was it called Blade Runner? No, it was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, Blade Runner. And uh, it had something to do with uh, I don't know, people who looks like robots, but you couldn't tell. Kind of like in that Westworld thing. But oh uh, yeah, like the original Westworld. Yeah, d- directed by I don't know, but written by uh, the guy who did Jurassic Park. Yeah. What's his name? Michael Crichton. Like I said, Michael Crichton. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was. I don't. I. I don't know what I was trying to learn from Blade Runner. You know, uh, I actually watched a movie before the bad time started. What was it? What? Who? Uh, it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, the village. No, it was. Uh, it was. Oh, the lady in the water. No, actually. Oh, Unbreakable. Correct. Uh, actually, it is Unbreakable. So you know what I learned about Unbreakable? I don't know how to respond to getting it right, John. Uh, did you learn that every night you break your bones and every morning you break your legs and you cry until your heart attacks put your sleep? No, but I did learn that uh, if you want to succeed with anything in the world, if you want to overthrow any oppressive force, you just push it down the stairs. I've never seen Unbreakable. Oh, All spoilers. Is Bruce Willis is Unbreakable. Yeah, he bench presses a lot of weight. And then uh, Samuel Jackson is Mr. Glass. He's made of breakables. <laughs> He's made of literally breakables. You break it, you buy it. Even his clothes are break away. Like the pants. Yeah, like the pants. Maybe we can all learn something from Unbreakable and just push, push. Hold on. Wait, we could just push just a robot down the stairs? Have you ever, have you ever seen a robot use the stairs? Well, yeah, the exposition robot goes up and down the stairs all day, trying to stay fit. <laughs> you can't blame him. The robots need to get their their are cardio. You, are Are you thinking what I'm thinking? He's the head vampire. So if we if we kill him, if we cut off the head. I don't know. These beers might be going to my head, but I'm feeling a revolution. You feeling it? I'm feeling it. You feeling a revolution? We could restore order. We could we could end this beautiful fractal nightmare. Who cares about that? John, we could get her podcast back. Well, okay, yeah, that would be a side effect of it, sure. But, but John, don't you miss it? Well... We used to, like, patch into the hacky mainframe and upload an episode every week of just us talking about things, and that was the show's subtitle. And we didn't even need to... We didn't even need to hack into a patch frame. What? Uh-oh. Oh my god. We didn't even we didn't even need to hack into an internet. We just had it. We just still had the internet. All of our Twitters were free. I miss the internet. I miss not work. I miss money. I miss consumer goods. I miss our podcast. I miss our podcast. I miss what was it called? Celebrities. 
I miss celebrities too, the good ones. Yeah, not George Cleanybot. Not Anthony Botkins. Anna Kenbit. Not Thomas Middlebit. Not Britney Spears. <laughs> not, uh, not, uh, fucking. Nikki Manram. Not Jeff Gold Circuits. Dan Harmon. Yeah, that's just what his name is. Yeah, I mean... It, he just took his name. Yeah. But it was spelled differently. It was... Uh, Not, uh... Elizabeth... Mass. You know who I don't miss? Who don't you miss? I mean, you know who I hate? Who do you hate? And don't want to come back. What? Well, I mean, the robot's here, so I don't want him, nor his replacement. Mark Boron... It's like Mark Marin. Oh, Mark Boron. Mark yeah. Boron. Because he named himself after a periodic element? Everything's a periodic element. I don't know, Henry. I miss I miss creating. You know what we could do? What? We just we could This is crazy. And you might go half mad thinking about it. I'm already there. And robots have already thought about it and they've probably already done it. We could push Exposition Robot down the stairs. Like Wait. an Agent Ultron. Wait, shut up. Wait, <laughs> remember no. the part of Age of Ultron where they just pushed Ultron down the stairs? Think about it for a half a second. Exposition Robot yeah. uses the stairs every day. What have we said that people do? They rule out of fear because they're afraid. Exposition Robot runs the stairs every day because he's afraid. He's afraid of the stairs! And if Exposition Robot created every subsequent robot, he would never program them with the knowledge that they could push him down the stairs. You're right. Robots literally wouldn't have done it already. Because because they they can't have. wouldn't have done it already. It makes so much sense. We need... To make, like, Fred Astaire and push a robot down the stairs. Who's Fred Astaire? <laughs> He's a dancing celebrity. Okay. So, do are we... Yeah. Okay. How do... Wait. I guess we could... He still does the podcast from this apartment. That's how I was able to patch into it. At this time. With my saw. So, wait. You're saying that... He's upstairs. We could... We could just... We, we could, could just... Hey... Exposition robot. Just could we get you to stand at the top of the stairs? Look, Henry, here's what you do. What? You get him down here. Oh, we get him down the you stairs. You get him down here. Get him I'm going to hide. He doesn't know I'm here. Okay. I'm going to hide in the broom closet at the top of the stairs. When he goes back up, <laughs> when he goes back up, I'll push him. All right. Okay. okay. We have to make this seamless. Are you ready? Ready. Go go hide. Okay. Exposition Robot, can he come down the stairs? Oh bloody hell. Down the stairs. Up the stairs. Make up your mind, bloody idiot human. I'm in the middle of a bloody podcast and I cannot remove your shouting with room tone. Alright. I'm down the stairs as clearly denoted by the 8-bit sound effect of someone walking downstairs. What do you want? I have a podcast to which I need to return shortly in it. Just want to say hi. How you doing, Exposition Robot? Oh, right, bloody shite. I do not possess the time for this interaction in it. Crumpets. 
I don't know. What are, what are, what are, what are, what are, what are, what are you talking about up there on your podcast? All right. All right. I will have a talking to you later. I cannot have my unlimited amount of time wasted with basic human interaction. I'm returning up the stairs now as clearly denoted by this 8-bit sound of someone walking upstairs. Tea and biscuits. John, he's on the stairs! John, John, he's on the stairs! This is for Kate Blanchett, you monster! Ouch. Oof. Oh. No. Oh. Pain. I really wish I thought of a better thing to say than the Kate Blanchett thing. I don't really know where it came from. Yeah, uh, so we're pro-Kate Blanchett? I mean, I, I like her. I don't really know how she factored into it. I was just kind of caught up in the moment. I wasn't sure exactly what to do. Okay, well, why don't you come down the stairs? Oh, my God. You... John, you... John, you did it. I call this... Revolution Successful. Yeah. He's all broken and busted. He's his motherboard is fried. Yeah, and his fatherboard too. Both of them. And the wait, children boards? Wait, Henry, look look outside. There's there's robotic jetliners falling from the sky. <laughs> it's really fucking dangerous out here. Look, it's a field of fractal cows. Oh my god, they're just exploding! They're just exploding for no reason! Wait, look, John, over there! All of the dead trees are coming back! I don't really know why that's happening. What? George Clooney! He, he's just crawling out of the earth! <laughs> All of the celebrities! All of the celebrities! Th that's... They didn't kill them! They just buried them in shallow graves! And gave them Nintendo Switches to pass the time! That's why they didn't leave for so long. Oh, man. Because the Nintendo Switch has a really not-that-long-lasting battery life, but they probably fixed that because they were robots. Yeah, the robots made the Nintendo Switch's battery life so much longer, and now they're all dead. Oh, my God. All the Switches? No, the Ninten the robots. The Nintendo robots? <laughs> but also the Switches probably aren't too long for this world either. Yeah, I hope they all have their saves backed up. Oh, wait, Nintendo doesn't do that. You can't back up your save. Literally, there's no way to do that. If you pay money for it, when the service launches online, they'll do a cloud save. But they're now the only console on the market that will charge Look, you... Look, it's a bird, too! Oh, oh my god, I haven't seen back. a bird in, like, one or two days! This is... We did it, Henry. Wait, does this mean my religion's over? Hold on, wait a second. Hey! What? Does the, does, does the name of the saw man mean anything to you? What the fuck are you talking to me for? I'm, I'm just a normal human, and I'm just trying to get back to my home. Looks like it's over. God damn it, that Scotsman or whatever the <laughs> fuck he was. Oh, I'm no longer the saw man, John. I, I guess we have to go back to being our, our normal selves. You, uh. Henry, and I, the Savior Walker. Well... I think we should just let it happen naturally, John. And I, you know, I just—it's kind of a load off because I want to—I want to level with you, John. I just sawed into cables. I didn't. 
I, I didn't know how to hack the entire time. But how did you give people... So you just literally hacked a water main apart? I literally just hacked a water main apart. The water came out and they kind of like, oh, you're a hacker. And then I just asked uh, Exposition Robot to patch me into his feed. And he did because he's a robot. He's, he's not an AI. So he's just a, a robot. He was just a robot who was really oh. good. He thought he was free thinking. Mm-hmm. And I let him. Oh, that's a... And it's, there are some permutations in there that... You kind of like there were some things that I didn't tell him to do, like make like vaporize all those people. Yeah, yeah. kind of get rid of the whole yeah. thing. I just I don't know. He's having so much fun. You really didn't want to. I mean, I get that. And Henry, I I want to level with you too. I mean, they call me the Walker. Yeah, I kind of just called myself that. Remember how I said that I've been walking this whole week and I never stopped. And yeah, I walked through the lake. I just kind of went to the lake for a while. It was a long time, like two or three hours I got a sunburn, but... I guess neither of us were really the urban legend or mythical hero that we thought we were. We're just two people. Doing a podcast. Well, now we are. With... Oh, we have to do that again? I know I said I missed it, but that was when I didn't have the obligation. Yeah, I mean, we have it, now I'm that just... the podcast's... It's back. Still, it's Editing is hard. Oh, do you want to do that this week? I yeah, I got a lot of shit going on. You just checked your watch, which was got a lot of stuff. It's kind of a visual gag that doesn't really translate. I guess we have to learn how to do our jokes again. On the does that mean we can't drink anymore? I mean, if you want to keep doing that, I was always for the drinking on the podcast. It's just you know people like Mark Marin who professional who don't do stuff like that. Oh man, we have to keep up our beef with Mark Marin. And he still doesn't know we exist. Oh hey look. Hey Mark. He's ignoring me. I'm ignoring him, ignoring you. <sighs> Thought I could bridge the gap for a second. Yeah. One day we might get him on. Or yeah. m- one day he might have us on his show. It's a shame that all the celebrities came back, but Elon Musk still just killed himself. Oh. Hey, hey, hi, Elon. Hey, just don't, just don't. John's over here. Don't, uh. Oh, you don't know who that is? Okay, say hi to Grime. Grimes? Oh, this is, this is killing me. He, fli- he flipped me off and said workers don't deserve rights. Maybe the world wasn't better before robots. Well, I we mean... We got Mark Maron. Yeah. Elon Musk. We gotta do this goddamn podcast again. And we lost Robama. We lost Robama. Thanks, Robama. 800 more teraflops, Robama. I know, he's gone. Man. I. Maybe we made a mistake, but maybe... We'll just have to see how it plays out. Well, I... I think the least we could say, I guess... Yeah? Is, uh... Happy 100 episodes! Happy 100 episodes! Weep, weep, weep! Cheers! Cheers! My drink ran out years ago. I'm on number three. Ah. So a lot changed. Yeah, a lot changed. A hundred episodes, John. And it takes us a really long time to do episodes. It takes us a very long time to do episodes. If we would numbered each episode, we would have done this a few a few months ago. 
Like what, 112 now? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Damn near 120. Damn near 120. And I mean, look, from when we started this podcast, just two guys talking on your couch in your studio apartment, and now at episode 100, two guys talking on your couch in a studio apartment with most of the population of the world dead at our feet. Yeah, and you know, I just kind of want to go back and just read the, the first... The first description of our first episode. Let's see how far we've come. Let's turn back time. Like that one song. Let's oh, by RoboShare? If I could robo-turn back time. Alright. Episode one, John. It was entitled, Look at the Pineapple. Oh, that's a good title. <laughs> Are you being sincere? No, it's good. In our pilot episode... John and Henry, we had we had oh, na- we hadn't like we had nailed out. down the uh, the yeah. order of our names. Discuss everything from hoverboards as the new form of segways and the implications of the pineapple. Uh huh. Subliminal messages. Is that just what it <laughs> says? That's all it says. Oh boy. Yeah. We've really gotten verbose. We've really. We've really. Committed to doing entire paragraphs for episode descriptions. <laughs> paragraphs at least. Yeah. Well, a hundred episodes down the hatch, and who knows? We could get better. We could do more things. We, we could. could. I, I. We could do, like, our own theme song or something. That would be fucking crazy. I think the exposition robot might have made a new theme song. God, it was so much better with the robots. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really, really cool. Does it? I like it. Well, okay, I'll 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 trust you on it. Yeah, I mean, he, how about here's what we do. Okay, I'll give what the robot made to you. Uh huh. You make it better. Make it better. Make it better. Okay. And then we could say you made it. Yeah, that sounds good. We could give you all the credit. Yeah. Okay. And then when I rebuild Exposition Robot, because I'm gonna rebuild him. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, duh. Because somebody's gotta do. He was really good. Yeah, and I, I feel like. We acknowledge his presence a little bit more. Maybe he's not like a recurring guest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that way he won't feel like he needs to take over the entire podcast if we just include him. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we don't want to punish. Yeah. He's not beyond rehabilitation. No, we should <laughs> we should reward him with positive reinforcement so that he doesn't take it out on all of us with negative reinforcement. Yeah, because, God, can you imagine if we brought Exposition Robot back and we kept shitting on him? I know, that would be the worst. It'd be even worse than it was before. Yeah, it'd be like Age of Ultron 2, which, God forbid, they ever make that. Yeah, instead of killing a tenth of the world's population, he'd kill a half. Oh, no. Well, a hundred episodes down the hatch... A hundred more. Look for new things happening. We want to keep doing this podcast, I think. We want to keep doing this podcast? Well, we're obligated to now until society ends again. This podcast will only end with a cease and desist letter from Mark Maron. I'm excited for that. And you know what else I'm excited for, Henry? What? So, I think... Now, I'm not clear on the rules. Are there rules? But I'm pretty sure... I won the social media throwdown by technical disqualification in that my opponent just died. You know, I think you're right. Reading through this rule book, flip, flip, saying the word flip, I think that's exactly right. 
So uh, I, uh, I'm going to take my throne here. I'm going to walk us through the social media. All right. Are you ready to get blown the fuck away, robot corpse? Let's do this. Let's go. So if you want to send us your missives from a post-apocalyptic future, you can do that on Twitter at ZCPCWHJ, which stands for Exposition Robot Corpse. All right, and if you want to send us something longer, you can send it to zerocreditsisapodcast at gmail.com. Keep the resistance alive. Keep the letters flowing. Send them to us. We'll read them on air. Probably. We stream Twitty. Oh, fucking shit. God damn it, Sean. No, no. Not again. No, listen. Listen. No, I can get through this. I can get through this. <laughs> We stream video games sometimes on twitch.tv slash zero credits. Tune in sometimes. I think we've done it twice. You can find us on Facebook, but fuck Facebook, am I right? Yes, you are. The most important thing you can do, the two most important things you can do, rather, number one, rate us on iTunes. It really genuinely helps. Like, if you're someone who's been listening to this podcast for a while and you haven't done that, it's like the one thing... That you can do in the shortest amount of time to make sure people listen to the podcast. And the other one, the most important one, the word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So tell a friend, tell a wife, tell your God, and tell your knife. Wow. I was really blown away with your near fucking catastrophic failure. But you really pulled out that nosedive and now we're on to clear skies. Hey, think about it. I have no reason to be good now. My only competition lies dead at my feet. The world is an open door. Alright, well I'm worried about this new emboldened John, but we'll see where that goes. And from everyone here at the Zero Credit Studio apartment, we want to wish you a happy 100 episodes. Hello! Because we're going to keep doing the podcast hello instead of bye. Hey, you know what we should do? Because we didn't get a chance to do it at the top of the episode. What's up? Hello and welcome to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's John. And together we're telling you goodbye because the episode's over. Later. Bye. turn this thing off. <laughs>